Hello, my friends, and welcome to this edition of the New World Kirtan Podcast. It's Sunday, October 27th, 2019. I'm Kitsy Stern, and I produce this podcast as an act of love and service to our global Kirtan family. And it's also an audio journal of my spiritual journey through the practice of singing and playing Kirtan. I hope you guys are well and enjoying the autumn. It has been mostly wet and rainy here, continuing with our wet and rainy summer. I've lived here for a long time, and it's rare to have a summer with as much rain as this last one. We have a big black walnut tree in our backyard, and every other year we get pelted with black walnuts. This year is a walnut year, and they hit the roof, and they make a lot of noise, and being out in the backyard is is kind of a hazard, actually. But no matter. Autumn is one of my favorite times of the year here. And it's all the sweeter because winter is on the way. I cherish every sunny day. Last month, we had a beautiful kirtan with Seattle's Rob and Melissa. They sang chants from their new CD, Breathe, which I can highly recommend. It's wonderful. This Friday, Portland's Cat Kavita McMillan will be here with master tabla player Daniel Paul. And we're looking forward to that. In December, we're delighted to host the Confluence Trio with Benji Wertheimer, Grammy Award winner Nancy Rumpel, and David Michael. And then we'll have a kirtan from Om Tara. That's another group from Portland. Members of the New World Kirtan Band family will play once again on New Year's Eve with the Dances of Universal Peace. Oh, it was such a treat playing kirtan at that event last year. We just loved being part of a conscious way to usher in the new year. And I'm glad that we're able to repeat the event again. I'm trying to keep this info pretty short, but I wanted to say that the interviews about Kirtan in China have taken a really long time to edit, as I knew they would, but I'm almost finished, and they're so interesting, I know you're going to love them. They'll feature music from the Hong Kong Kirtan Festival and other Kirtan events in China. This repeat podcast I'm posting is from January 2017, and it's one of the most downloaded ever in our history. The intro tells the story of how an MRI found an unexpected tumor in my spine and my mental process of dealing with the fear and preparing for the surgery. There are lots of healing chants in the set. I hope you find them useful. It's also timely for me to repeat this one as it looks as though I may be getting hip replacement surgery. The way I was walking when I had the tumor probably was the cause of the degeneration in the hip. But I'll know more about that next month and I'll let you guys know when I'm having the surgery. So we've been in a bit of a podcast drought, but we're going to have a few released fairly quickly now. I've just finished the editing of a new interview with Maten, where he tells us about his healing process after his heart surgery and how it affected the music on his new CD, Devotee. That CD has just released, and I really love it. So that's coming up next. And then we'll have the start of the International Kirtan Series with the Kirtan in China podcast. And then we'll have a fresh track set. So, whew, (laughs) lots to do. So I'm going to end now. Please enjoy this blast from the past, my friends. Namaste. Hello, my friends, and welcome to this week's New World Kirtan podcast. It's Friday, January 20th, 2017. I'm Kitsy Stern. And I produce the podcast as an act of love and service to our global Kirtan family. It's also an audio journal of my spiritual journey through the practice of singing and playing Kirtan. In the essay, Be the Bison, from Gobi Kalalil's wonderful book, 
From the Internet to the Internet, he writes that when the swift and brutal winter storms strike in the valleys and mountains of Montana, the wind starts howling and heavy snow covers the ground. All the wild animals flee before the storm, except the bison. The bison is the only animal that will turn toward the storm, lean into it, and walk to meet it. It knows instinctively that if it does this, it will be out of the storm sooner. This is why Native Americans call the bison faces the storm. Isn't that a great story? And you may be asking, what does it have to do with this week's podcast? As I always tell you in the introduction, the podcast is an audio journal. Many of you have been through some very profound life events with me, like my mom's illness and death, and my fear when my son was working in Japan during the tsunami at Fukushima. Now I've come upon another significant life event, and I've been trying to be like the bison in that story, walking toward the fear instead of avoiding it. Most of you know I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia years ago and that I've suffered some pretty epic back spasms. Um, Last summer, I noticed an increase in pain and weakness and a lot of difficulty walking. And that felt different than just the fibro. So I asked my doctor for a lumbar MRI. To everyone's complete surprise, it showed a large mass in my spine between L1 and L2. The tumor has been growing slowly for years, and it's now blocking 90% of my spinal column and severely compressing the nerves below it. Thank God it is most likely benign. But as you can imagine, it has been causing a lot of pain and difficulty that my doctors and I thought were caused by fibromyalgia. (laughs) That was a big surprise. I'm grateful to my body. It has adapted to this situation amazingly well, but it's at the end of its ability to compensate. I got this diagnosis in early December, so there has been a lot of turning and facing the fear these last weeks not just about my health, but also about the upcoming inauguration. There were multiple MRIs because more than one tumor was a possibility. And talking to neurosurgeons about spinal surgery is scary stuff. But here's a reminder from your Auntie Kitsy, my dear people, do your practice. You need to have that detachment muscle good and strong when you hit adversity. And if you don't practice and meditate when times are good, it won't be there for you when times are rough practice, because as Krishnadas is fond of saying, it will save your sorry ass, and it sure has saved mine on numerous occasions. So finding there's a tumor was in some ways an immense relief. Now there's something tangible that can be removed, and I have hope that the pain I've been experiencing can be reduced or perhaps eliminated. It has been limiting my life in so many ways, and now I can see a possibility for a bigger future. One that includes things that I've always wanted to do, like go to India, and I never thought it would be possible because of my physical limitations. And you know, I wonder what effect the tumor is having on kundalini energy. If any of you have any thoughts on that, please write me. I wonder what it will be like once it's removed. There are so many possibilities that lie on the other side of this surgery. I just get giddy thinking about them. I'm getting my mind and body ready now another need to be a bison. I used to work in a hospital and have a healthy fear of traditional medicine. But modern medicine can work miracles, so I'm staying focused on that. I'm still able to swim, and Kirtan, as always, has been a godsend to quiet my mind and help release the grip of fear. 
I'm doing a lot of guided meditations for surgery and healing, and I'll be listening to these while I'm in the operating room. Throughout my life, the difficulties I've had with my body have been a great teacher, so I bless this tumor and everything that it has taught me. But now it's time to let it go and begin to heal. I've been visualizing a life of radiant health and beauty, and if this surgery is what I need to do to manifest that dream, then I am just so ready to get it done. The songs on this edition of the podcast have been a lifeline. We have one of my favorite chants to Ganesha by Blue Spirit Wheel, because Ganesha is the remover of obstacles, and I have a big one in my back. There's my favorite version of the Hanuman Chalisa by Krishna Das, because I'll need Hanuman's strength. There are also two great healing mantras, a live version of Teata from Deva Pramala Maten, and the great healing mantra to Shiva, the Maha Mitrunjaya Mantra from Susan Green and Daniel Johnson. And then we'll end with another of my favorites, Shivaya Nama Om from Dave Stringer's CD, Mala. Remember, if you like a chant and you'd like to purchase it, there's always a playlist at the New World Kirtan website. Today is Inauguration Day, and I hope Gopi's story about the bison will help you to face your fear about what the future holds for our country, as it helped me. It's time for us to stand up for what we believe, And we can be a force of unspeakable might if we come together and walk toward the threat we're facing. Don't despair. Instead, be a lighthouse wherever you are. There are others who will join you in spreading the light. The podcast is going dark here for a bit, but there's lots to work on for upcoming shows while I'm recovering. I have a stack of new Kirtan CDs to listen to and Jai's first interview on Hanuman to edit. And my dearest listeners, I have a request. I ask you to surround me and the operating room team with white light and love on the morning of Wednesday, January 25th. I'll be able to feel that energy, and I know it will be immensely comforting. Thank you so much. I'll be back just as soon as I can with tales from the operation and recovery and with lots of new kirtan for you to listen to. Until then, big love to you all. Namaste.
Shri Guru Charana Saroja Raja Nijamana Mukuru Sudhari Varanaragubara Bhimala Jasu Chodaya Kupala Chari Udihina Tanujanike Sumiram Bhavana Kumar Balamuni Vidya Dehu Mohi Karahu Kalesa Sukalahe tumari 
Thanks, Robbie. Thank you.